Welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast presented by Sib Sports. This is your host, John Ashkar. And today with me, I have a very, very special guest, Ohio State Center, Josh Myers. Welcome to the show, Josh. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So, Josh, if you guys don't know him, like I said, he's a center for Ohio State. He's going into his redshirt junior year, if that's correct? Yep, that's correct. So Josh is actually from Ohio. He was the number one ranked player in Ohio, recruited by Urban Meyer. He was the number 53 player in the 2017 class, which is one of the best Ohio State classes in all of history. And he comes from Miamisburg, Ohio, where he had over 18 offers to play D1 football. So Josh is a top-rated player, and he's going into a very important year with Ohio State. So like I said, Josh, you're from Miamisburg, Ohio. Was, play, yeah. was playing at Ohio State always a goal for you? And if so, when did you realize that this is actually something that you could do? Yeah, so the recruiting process was very weird for me. So I actually grew up a Kentucky football fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad and my brother both were centers at the University of Kentucky. Um, and so I grew up a fan of them, you know, but obviously surrounded by Ohio State fans everywhere. You know, and then the recruiting process happened, and it was crazy. I wasn't expecting it at all, so I was fortunate enough to start as a as a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. So I started on our varsity team, and I wasn't even really thinking about college yet. To be completely honest with you, I was just you know as excited as I could be to to be starting as a freshman on varsity. Right. And I ended up getting almost almost all of the offers that I ever got um, in my freshman year. It was crazy. It was unexpected. It happened when I wasn't even really thinking about college yet. And I committed really early as well. Yeah. So I committed when I was a sophomore in high school to Ohio State. And yeah, so I, I it was weird. You know, I kind of came out of nowhere. Like one day I kind of just like had a realization that that's where I wanted to be. Um, and I'd taken the vast majority of my visits. Like I'd taken way more visits to Ohio State than I had anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so I think all along that was really what I wanted to do, and it just took me a minute to realize it. And then, you know, I pulled the trigger pretty early on uh, on committing. Yeah, and after you committed, you told Coach Strada, is that how you pronounce his name? Or, the offensive line coach? Yeah. Sadrawa. Sadrawa. Yeah, you just told him, you're like, I'm done looking at other schools. Ohio State's my place. Yeah, yeah. I uh, So when I committed, I – completely shut down my recruiting process. I never took another visit to another school or met with any other coaches of, of any other schools and, and kind of just stayed committed to Ohio State that whole time. It's that good of a school. So we're currently in a pandemic right now, and the team's not even together. It's it's good for all of our safety, though. So what have you been doing to train and stay in shape while we're all at home, and how is the team kind of like coordinating this? Yeah, so we're just keeping in touch with each other. You know, I think we all miss each other a lot. Mm-hmm. It's It's been tough. You know, spring ball is one of those things that's it's really hard, but it's critical for the success of a team. And, you know, I mean, it's a level playing field because no one else gets to do it either. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, as far as development, especially of our young guys, that's tough that they have to miss that. But, it, it, you know, it kind of is what it is. And in terms of, of working out, we're just – honestly, everybody's just doing whatever they can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just uh, – luckily, I have some weights here at my house in Miamisburg, and so I'm able to do a lot of stuff with that. And just getting creative, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just 
No, you can you can make a hard workout out of anything, really. Right. Uh, as long as you do enough reps and do it for long enough. So, yeah, just, just staying creative and, and trying not to go crazy being quarantined, you know. That's, right. that's pretty much what everybody's been doing. Just trying to make the best of all those home workouts. And just going going back to a little bit what you said, it's especially tough on the young guys. And you guys have two opening spots, basically, on the offensive line. So that can make it even more tough. But it it does help that you're coming back and Wyatt's coming back and Thayer's coming back. So there's some pillars that are already built there for you guys. Right. So Ohio State is a huge football school, and you guys play in – a lot of big games. How do you deal with that pressure days leading up to the game, and how do you deal with it during them? Yeah, that was something that, honestly, I didn't know mm-hmm. how I was going to handle it going into last season. It's the, the pressure once you're actually in the game is something that's hard to replicate. It's something that's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Now, at, at home games, it's not as bad because we have our fans behind us. And so I can make all my calls. But it's, especially one of the things that makes it really hard is how fast our offense is. Yeah. And I think, you know, how me being a center, I have to make all the calls. And so mm-hmm. I have to see the defense, make the calls as fast as I possibly can and get it right and snap the ball all in a very – very quick time, yeah. uh, turnaround yeah so it's very stressful but I think I think what helped me especially like if I knew we were going to a, a tough environment I studied that much harder I think mm-hmm. and and knew their defense that much better for those games because I knew I would be more comfortable if I knew absolutely every last detail of what they were doing right so I think to put my mind at ease in terms of handling pressure I think being as prepared as I possibly could be was was the best with that. Just gaining that knowledge so you know what's up. Right. right. And you guys play in some pretty big stadiums like Michigan, and you're going to Penn State this year, and they'll have that whiteout going and stuff. So it's just mm-hmm. a lot of big pressure that you guys have to deal with. And like you said, you have a very high-paced offense. And one of the challenges that is presented to you is that like you have to block for someone like Justin Fields, who's dual threat. How is that different from just blocking for someone like Dwayne Haskins, for example, someone who's just an arm talent? Yeah, so it is very different. There, there's good, there's good and bad things about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, first, I mean, really, they're both good things, but it's tough. <laughs> it's, it makes it. The it just makes it so much more challenging for you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. With a guy who is just a pocket passer, if you get beat, he's either getting the ball out or he's mm-hmm. getting sacked, and that's it. Yeah. With a guy like Justin, you can get beat, and he can beat that guy with his legs, right. and the play goes on, but then so does blocking, mm-hmm. and you get weird angles, and then sometimes that gives up sacks when he's you know all the way out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. So it's just different, and it's you know you have to. It puts like, it just puts like a new definition of how long you know a play can be in football. Honestly, uh-huh. like you just have to be ready for to. You have to just keep blocking until that whistle blows, literally. And that's you know even on pass plays, you just gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. And you have your back turned to him. You may not not know he might be like twenty yards away from you. So like, it's got to be difficult too. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's <laughs> he's so fast. <laughs> he uh, yeah, he could be anywhere. So he did all right last season, though. He wasn't too shabby. Yeah, I would say so. 
(laughs) (laughs) So this year is a pretty big year for the offensive line. So what goals or expectations do you have for the offensive line this year? And what goals do you just have for the team in general? Because this is also a huge year for the team. Yeah. So in terms of the offensive line, I think our goals, I think they're realistic. I think last year proved that it's a realistic goal. I think every year our goal should be the Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. (laughs) And I think, you know, last going into last season, everybody thought our offensive line was going to be the weak point of our team. They thought, you know, that if there was one thing that, that we were going to struggle with, it was going to be up front. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, you know, ending up at the end of the season as Joe Moore finalists, we didn't win right. it, but we were finalists for it. I think that goes to show that, that we should, you know, set that as our goal every year. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, no different going into this season. So, you know, just being, being the best offensive line in the country is something that's so achievable. And I think that's something that, that won't change at Ohio State and it hasn't changed in a long time. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the team, without looking, t- I mean, without looking too far ahead, I think the expectation of our team is always to be in the national championship as well. Obviously, we're going to set our goals and our standards high, mm-hmm. and you know that's the that's the highest they can possibly be. So, you know, Big Ten championship and national champions every season is is the expectation, and it's it's achievable most seasons. You know, I mean, that's right. We were we were we were one play away from being in the whole shooting match last year. So, mm-hmm. do you think the goals kind of turned from like the main the main goal in the past for our for the program has kind of just been like beating Michigan? Do you think it's like not moved past that? But do you think it's kind of become something bigger than that? In terms of that week, I would explain it as. If we, it, I feel like when we win that game, uh-huh. I can breathe again. Yeah, honestly, uh-huh. that's what I feel like. the The pressure surrounding that game is unbelievable, and to the people that are watching in the stands, I think, I think it probably seems like, oh, like, you know, we beat them so many years in a row, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like, not as big of a deal, right? But to us players, you have to you have to think about us looking at it mm-hmm. this way. What if we go over there and we lose that game? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Then well, then our fans then our fans are then our really fans upset. are not quite so happy. Yeah, yeah. So I I honest I honestly feel like once that week starts, the amount of pressure and anxiety filled with winning that game is absolutely through the roof. <laughs> and I honestly like when I walked into the locker room after we beat them last year, I honestly felt like okay, I can breathe for another calendar year. That's honestly what I felt like. Uh-huh. So, so, I don't know if that answers your question. No, no, that that's perfect. Like, it's, it's basically like all these reporters and people are saying all this, but you can't really experience till you put your foot in your guys' shoes. You know? Yeah, it's uh, the, <laughs> the that game is everything to us. It's everything to us. It, it's it's huge. So, you play in a very very good division, the Big Ten. So. Who has been the hardest person to block in a game, and what has stood out about them that just didn't compare to anyone else? Yeah, so I've got two people in mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, One's a defensive tackle, and one is a linebacker. So Darian Daniels from Nebraska, he was number 79 last season. Mm -hmm. Um, He was probably one of the hardest guys I had to block all year. And Nebraska... Honestly, it was probably the most one of one of the most physical games I played in mm-hmm. last year. 
he Darian was probably six four three I would guess three sixty, three seventy. That's a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so generally when you have a nose guard like that, they're not very athletic. And so, you know, you can it, it's tough to, to block them in the run game and, you know, really vertically, but everything else is not too bad. Yeah. Um, Darian was extremely athletic. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely absurd. It caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't see it coming at all. He was extremely athletic, strong. Mm-hmm. So his his pass rush was really good because he was he was quick, he was fast, he was strong. He had a lot of weight behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had good moves. So he was honestly probably the the biggest challenge for me as a defensive a defensive lineman uh, the entire season. He was he was really really good. Um, in terms of linebackers, though, I would say Chris Orr from Wisconsin, yeah. uh, number fifty four, mm-hmm. was probably the best linebacker that I faced this year. And I think honestly, you know, we we faced some really really good linebackers this year, right? Uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons, Micah Parsons, and they had Zach um, Bond too on Wisconsin. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I, I really think Chris Orr was the best one that I played against all year. He was extremely fast, but you could also tell he really had a knack for the game. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, so like linebackers, like I swear, some of them just like have a nose for the football. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's incredible. They, they're really. He was really smart, really fast, really strong. You know, and, and was just making the right plays against us. I swear, it felt like he was just making play after play. Right, and you guys um, had to play him twice too. Yeah, yeah, and it was. I thought it was even more evident the second time we played him. He mm-hmm. ended up getting getting a concussion and getting sent uh-huh. out of the game. But man, was he playing well right. um, for that? He's a he's a ball player. I mean, you guys have so much talent within the Big Ten that is you got to face someone like very very good each game. You're facing a high draft pick every game. Yeah, really. So. What is, like, one aspect of, like, your practices or your team bondings or just, like, your plays in general that you think Coach Day has made better, like, with this team as a whole? So, like, what's one upgrade that you think Coach Day has made? There's there's a good bit of things I think Coach mm-hmm. Day, I really like what Coach Day has done. I think Coach Day tries to have a fun, a lot of fun, uh-huh. but he – but he doesn't in a manner, you know, he's got, he's really good at having fun, but also when it's time to get to business, you know, we're right. getting the business, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we're getting all of the work that we need, but then we're also having fun while we're doing it. And I think he's done an incredible job of, of managing that, you know, and that as players, I think I can speak for the whole locker room when we say we love that. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everything he's done up to this point has just been, I mean, he's done a great job. Yeah, he's done an um, awesome job with everything. Yeah, he really has. Yeah, and then outside of that, I mean, he like, like okay, like for example, like his office, right? Extremely mm-hmm. nice office. Yeah. He's got, he's got a little lounge area off to the side, mm-hmm. and he just keeps the door open at all times. He uh-huh. never shuts his office door ever. And he tells us we can go in there whenever we want, even when he's not in there. So he's just, you can reach him anytime you want to. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just, he's, yeah, he's great. I love him. I can't say enough good things about him. I mean, 
I, as much as I love Coach Urban, we also are like a big – I just change in the, in the team. So what goals do you have for football and what goals do you just have for life in general? Yeah, okay. So in terms of goals for football, right now I'm focusing pretty much all of my energy football-wise towards one being the, the best leader I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Because I know, you know, in the end, that's what's going to make our team better and, you know, get us that much closer to going the whole the whole way. But then also, you know, in terms of, of truly individual goals, I got my eyes on that uh, the Remington Trophy, mm-hmm. the best center in college football. You know, that's something that I've talked a lot with, with Coach Studd about. Yeah. So, yeah, so Coach Studd-Drywall, you can – we just call him Coach Studd. It makes mm-hmm. it easier. So, you know, that's something we've talked a lot about and we feel that that's, that's something that's achievable for me. And so that's, that's the, the goal I set for myself. You know, that's a real big one. And then I also really, really want to have a tree in Buckeye Grove yeah. um, and be an All-American. All-American. Yeah, that's, uh, that's <clears throat> that would be the other really high goal that I have set for myself. So... Yeah, so those are those are my individual goals, you know, that I have that I have set out, and you know, obviously they're high, but I think they're, they're attainable. Yeah, they definitely are. You have, you definitely have the potential to reach those. So, what has ultimately made you decide to stay at Ohio State for another year? Because you could have definitely gone out this year, but you also have like a lot of potential staying again. Yeah, I think there were a lot of things. I think one of them was I, th- I think the biggest reason that I honestly stayed mm-hmm. is that, you know, I spent three seasons or not three. I spent two seasons at Ohio State absolutely slugging my way yeah. trying to get to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And it was a long, hard fight to get there. Right. To say the least, uh, you know, with, with the amount of talent we've had on the offensive line and the talent we still even have now mm-hmm. it was it was a battle and so once I finally got there I had so much fun last season and then things you know media and and, and things started coming out and I started seeing things about you know the possibility of me leaving mm-hmm. and I started to think about it and I knew towards the end of the season that if I went and I declared for the draft that I could have gotten drafted pretty solidly high mm-hmm. But I honestly stayed because that that long hard fight that I talked about mm-hmm. was it was it made it so worth it. Yeah. Once I started last season, and mm-hmm. I honestly didn't want it to be over. Right. Um, if I'm being truthful, that's uh-huh. that's I I I wasn't ready for it to be over. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun last year, and I was I just wasn't ready to leave yet. Nobody, nobody. I mean, nobody can blame you for that. So, talking about having fun at Ohio State, what what's your favorite memory at Ohio State so far, and what made it stand out from anything else? I think, I think probably winning the Big Ten championship this year. Uh huh. Yeah. So my my favorite moment, probably of my whole football career, was winning the Big Ten championship this year, just because, you know, I can. Tr- 
and I don't want our young guys to feel this way, mm-hmm. but this is the the way I'm wired and, and the way that that <clears throat> that my mind works. You know, the last two were amazing moments. You right. know, in 2017, 2018, we won the Big Ten Championship. They're amazing moments. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade those moments for anything, but I felt like personally I didn't do anything to help our team to get there. Of course, I was on scout team, right. you know, my freshman year, and mm-hmm. I was a second-string player my sophomore year. And so, of course, I, I did in that aspect, but I wasn't on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, uh, after that game, you know, after I just started the whole game, I was exhausted, you know, played a crazy number of snaps. Like, I think it was like 90-some snaps uh-huh. in that game. The confetti was coming down, and I was walking onto the field, and I gave Coach Stud, I saw him, and I gave him a hug, and I just started crying. And I, I yeah, it was, I, I told him that I had finally, I said, I can't believe I finally won one for myself. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't stop crying. Man, it was one of those moments. I'm starting to tear up right now thinking about it. It's just one of those moments that uh, just meant so much to me, you know. Uh huh. I mean, like you said, like the your first two years were just a total grind. So that must have felt like so rewarding. Yeah, it was. It was one of the best feelings I've ever felt. That's that's awesome. That's amazing. And that and that's why you play the game, right? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I have some quick, some just like quick questions to finish off the interview. The first one is, do you have a favorite NFL team? Or or who was your favorite growing up? Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. My favorite growing up was the Cincinnati Bengals because I'm from Ohio. All right. Your favorite player growing up? My favorite player growing up was probably Carson Palmer, mm-hmm. honestly, because he was the quarterback yeah, for, for the most Bengals. of my young life. Yeah. Yep. Did you play any other sports in high school? I did. I played basketball my freshman and sophomore year. So, who is your favorite teammate? My favorite teammate? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. I got three roommates that are on the team. I can't 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 just pick one of them. I I got a whole bunch of boys on the team. I can't pick one. All right. Can you name the funniest teammate? Ooh. Boy, that's a good... Honestly, there's a lot of funny guys on our team. I don't have to think about that. In the offensive line room, I would say the funniest teammate that I've had in my entire career is Demetrius Knox. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. I absolutely love Meech and he's he's probably the funniest that that I've been around in my career. Him or Kevin Wykey. All right. For those for those for the people who don't know Wykey, yeah. Kevin is a he's a walk on tackle from Saint Ignatius. Mm-hmm. And he took his fifth year last season and is, is done playing now, but he's he's hysterical. So, who's your favorite musical artist and what's on your pregame warm-up playlist? Yeah, my favorite artist in music right now is Luke Combs. Mm-hmm. I'm a big country music fan. That's pretty much all I listen to except for before games. Uh-huh. And so Luke Combs is, is definitely my favorite uh, artist. He just uh, released that new music. album a couple months ago. Yeah, it's fire. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. And my pregame playlist, I listen to uh, I listen to rock and like rock and roll and rap are uh-huh. really my thing. So like I got a lot of A C D C Guns N' Roses. And then rappers I have like 
50 Cent, Eminem. I don't really know the new rap music and yeah. all that. I don't know any of that, really. So I'm, I pretty much listen to old school rap. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, you know, like 2000s rap. The early 2000s <laughs> stuff. I got yeah. you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. You're a great guest, Josh. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, appreciate you having me, man. That was a good time. Fun reminiscing. And thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports podcast. We are officially on iTunes and Spotify and all podcasting platforms now so you can find the show there. Today's intro beat was made by Big Bad Beats on YouTube. We will have a link in the description. Also make sure you go give Josh a follow on Instagram at joshmeyer 71 and on Twitter at josh underscore Meyer 71 Thank you again, Josh, for coming on the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show. Also make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all, and see you next time.